Hello, and welcome to the Situation Job Spotlight, a special edition of Inside Situation where we highlight a specific role at the agency and talk about what we look for when we're hiring that role. I'm Peter Yajisic from the Situation Technology team, and I am joined today by our recruiting manager, Michael Dukes. Hello, Michael. Hey, Peter. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing? Doing well, thanks. And we've also got a wonderful guest with us today, Megan Bartley, uh, one of our account supervisors here. Uh, hi, Megan. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Uh, so the role that we're talking about today uh, is a mouthful. It's the assistant account executive position, uh, lovingly known as AAE, uh, which is a member of our client services team. So Megan, help us to decipher exactly what that means from your point of view. What does an AAE do here at Situation? An AAE is essentially the person that's driving everything forward internally that ultimately is either project-based or on behalf of our clients. So the client team in general is always making sure that we are getting the best out of the agency to give to our clients and vice versa. Um, And the AAE is the person within that funnel that's driving things forward internally. Got it. And, you know, that we have a few different levels of account executive within the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is the... Is the assistant account executive kind of the first rung on the ladder within that team? How, how would you position the, them where they, they fall within the client services team? Yeah, they're, for the most part, the AAEs are either working very closely hand-in-hand with an AE, the account executive. When we have larger teams, the two of them are a very symbiotic relationship and they're Really, they really have to prioritize working together in order to make things happen, especially when we have a lot of projects involved. But there are also roles on teams where there are just two people and you may have a senior, for example, myself and one AAE run three clients together. So at that level, you can have varied experience in terms of what you're running on a day-to-day basis. Got it. And, and you had said before we started recording that there this isn't just a support role, but there there are opportunities within this position to, you know, have, you know, take on projects kind of, I don't want to say solo, but but to take real ownership on projects. Is That's that a perfect word for it. This role allows for ownership, especially when you're dealing with a client that has a lot of things going on, because no one really has the bandwidth to make sure that the AAE is doing everything perfectly. So you do have a little bit of freedom. Granted, that freedom comes under the umbrella of what we need to provide to the client. But the assumption is once you're onboarded and you are working within a team of those two to four people, you are really owning the projects that you're in charge of. And, you know, what would you say are some of the things that make a successful uh, assistant account executive here situation? What are the personality traits? Well, like I said, since there is a lot of, there's a lot of priorities across the department at all levels, we really need someone that's good at managing their own time. If you're not able to do that and you're not able to balance different priorities from varied people, it can get really tricky. Um, Connected to that, being a strong communicator is really important. If we're not If we don't have someone that is willing to say what's wrong or willing to say what's going on or able to raise a hand immediately if something's crashing to the ground, no one can step in to help. And so since there is that ownership, but this is also, for all intents and purposes, the lowest rung on the totem pole, so to speak, you're owning things and you're driving them forward, but you need to be able to say to anyone, either within the client team or within the agency at large, that something's wrong or that you have a sol- you have to do something to solve something. 
So, so it sounds like, and this comes up in a lot of the roles that we talk about, but collaboration, we always say collaboration is important, but it sounds like from what you just described, it's, it's probably super important for this role because you, you kind of have to have an extroverted sense of, you know, how am I going to just get the message I need to in front of this person who is also very busy and working on all these other things. It, you talk about the collaboration that, that goes into the role. It's kind of unique because I'd say that both the, assist, the assistant account executive and the account executive are probably the two roles in the agency that communicate with literally everyone. We have media teams that are putting together plans when a senior is not there to work on strategy, when it's all about execution, that role is directly involved with the media team in terms of the creative projects that we're moving forward. The AAE role works very closely with our project managers. They work with our creative designers. They work with our content folks, our video team, our developers. They're truly, they're not just needing to collaborate within the account team, but they are agency collaborators. And a lot of the job is about highlighting where there are problems and being the first line of defense, so to speak. But ultimately, being a person that can collaborate with that one team, whoever that may be at the time, bring it back to the account senior, be a strong communicator, know what the priority is so that everything can move smoothly at all times. And is there any specific background that you've noticed uh, lends itself really well to being successful in that job uh, in terms of number of years on the job or just any particular interests or, or schooling, anything like that? We have an interesting balance right now of people that are either sitting in that role or used to be in that role and and what their background is. And I think it's hard to say that one specific background lends itself. But though this is an entry-level position in this department, we generally look for one to two years of experience. That can be internships. But the other thing to keep in mind for anyone looking at the job is we're usually looking for two out of three things, agency experience, theatrical experience, or digital experience. And if you have two of those in spades, you're probably going to have a leg up on somebody else because it makes it easier for us to get you on board and get ready to run. And, and I think you've, you've hinted at this already, uh, but if you had to say one thing that was the biggest challenge for this role day to day, is there something that comes to mind? The collaboration is probably the biggest challenge, uh, especially when you're talking to someone that only has one to two years of experience. Sometimes you're going to be the first person that's collaborating with someone at a VP level. And the company culture is great here, and it certainly allows for an AAE, you know, a 20-something to go and chat with one of our VPs. Um, but you do have to have a strong head on your shoulders and you have to be really confident and comfortable in having those conversations. But I think the bigger struggle that we have is most people that want to join an account team really are looking for that client-facing experience. And with the way that we're currently structured, this role really sits as something that straddles between client services and project management. So you're really focused on things that are happening internally and you're not speaking to the client as much. That's not to say that you don't have the opportunity on select clients, depending on what the workload is and what the rest of the team's workload looks like. But I wouldn't say that this is generally a client-facing role. And a lot of people that want to come in and interview for this position are really looking for that step in their career. They want to be client-facing. They want to have their marketing hat on. And sometimes... If that's what you're looking for, this probably isn't the role for you. Got it. 
Well, and as someone who has poached folks from the client services team for other departments, I I do think it is a, a great opportunity to really get super close to understanding what it is we do all day mm-hmm. and what it is the things that clients need. And I think somebody with a background in as an account executive or an AAE, you know, it really tees you up to understand why we do what we do. Uh, and, you know, in the event that you might move somewhere else within the agency, that happens from time to time, either into project management or into some other departments. I think we have quite a few examples of people that that maybe really got marinated in, in the, the AAE world, AAE world uh, and, and that really then helped them figure out where they might want to specialize in later on. Oh, absolutely. This role allows you, like I said, the collaboration alone, you're touching everything at all times. So if you determine a couple of years down the line that you really don't want to be doing the client thing and you want to focus on one thing, movement is absolutely possible. And I mean, you highlighted, I think, development or some role in on that side of the department, but we've also seen people move into media. We've seen people move into content and strategy. So it gives a nice baseline for what we're doing. Also, personally, for me, as someone in the client services team, to be working with someone on the other side internally that understands what client demands look like right. sometimes makes things easier because you really can't always anticipate our clients. And we're this team, the client services team, is trying to manage that at all times. Um, so to have somebody that really understands that when those last minute requests come in, sometimes it's a list of 15 things. We're able to get it down to one, but it still means we need people to move quickly and to solve a problem fast. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Someone who has been in a room with a client, even if they haven't spoken to them, but just to hear mm-hmm. hear the, the, the requests come in and hear firsthand, you can't replace that in terms of the ability wherever you are in the agency to kind of understand the shorthand of like, look at my eyes. How do you think they said it? And what do you think needs to be done? So I, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's really important. Well, and I'd also say connected to that, what we always say at Situation is we live in beta. And the sheer nature of being in the digital space means that what we need in this role in particular at this agency is someone that is very nimble and able to be reactive. Not reactive in a negative way, of course, but you need to be able to move quickly because not only do our clients move quickly, but the space itself moves quickly. Digital changes every day. And so you're not going to have, even if you've done this, let's say you're doing a Facebook link ad, the specs could change literally every other week, depending on what's happening on the Facebook side, depending on what we're seeing in the data and the reporting. So it's not cookie cutter. You're not walking in every day and doing the same thing and getting the same things done. You really have to be prepared for new challenges at all times. Well, and one of the things that I, I'm glad you said that because I think the fact that things evolve so quickly, our clients come to us and, and expect us to be riding that wave mm-hmm. and answer the questions. And I think one of the things I often tell new people when they start here is you are going to be pre- presented with a question that you don't know the answer to. And the worst thing you can do is make something up. Oh, absolutely. Because that will bite you in the butt. So, yeah. But the best thing you can do is say, you know what? I know that I can find that answer for you. I have a bench that is 10 people deep who are doing this all day, every day. Let me go find that out for you. And I, I think that that can be a real challenge in someone who maybe this is one of their first positions. They want to impress and they want to feel like they know everything. But the sheer fact that everything moves so quickly, it's so rare that you 100% 
know what the answer is today based on, you know, what it might have been yesterday. And that's great advice, even for the interview process. Digital is a very robust world. And you may be asked a question about what you know about WordPress because you put it on your resume. Make sure if it's on your resume that you actually know what it is. I don't want that to deter anyone from not wanting to apply because they don't know WordPress. We don't care if you know WordPress. What we care about is understanding how your mind works and how you may be able to key into what we're already doing. So I, and I think Michael would probably be able to agree with this across the board for the agency. You know, we're looking for very specific people in all these departments, including this AA role, but digital is a vast space and you don't have to know everything coming in. We can teach you some of that. That's not a problem. Yeah, Michael, jump in. What what other advice? That's great advice. What what advice would you give to pr- prospective candidates who might be listening to this? Well, I think that uh, Megan just brought up a good point. You know, you don't you don't need to be deterred, and that's kind of like one of the reasons we are you know doing this this podcast. So, um, kind of take everything that was just said and. Um, you know, show us who you are a little bit. Like, and I think for any position, even especially this one, you're coming from a background that's going to, you know, from school or somewhere, you know, you're going to have a lot of different skills. Let us know kind of like what you feel you're really good at. If you're, if you feel you're strong in that digital space, or you feel you like, Hey, this is what I did at this agency I happen to be at. Like you don't have to have all three, two out of the three, or you have come from a theatrical background. Let us know a little bit about that and why after you read through the description, why you think, you know, you'd be great for the role and where you can apply that. So, and, um, I would say that, um, one of the one of the uh, other things is is this is a still on the client services team. So every little bit of communication that we have with you, from when you apply to any email to with on our operations team or setting up interviews, like that's that's we're basically kind of testing your skills there and your communication skills, and um, you know it, it's it says a lot about how then you'll be on the job, and we we want you to be passionate and excited about us because that's going to obviously translate to your passion and excitement for our clients, which is so important. And, um, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, take it all in, take in this podcast, read through the job description completely because that link will, <laughs> will be there. Listen to the podcast and then um, feel free to also ask questions. We're here to answer questions as well. So And and know that your cover letter might be doing double, double duty. It's going to tell us about you, but it's also going to be, you know, we're going to look at that and say, if this was a communication to a client, you know, is it is it clean? Is it concise? Does it say what it needs to say? Is it error free? So unfortunately, uh, we're looking at that that you know, for, for at least two things. maybe We more. are definitely a stickler in this <laughs> department specifically about your grammar, about your formatting, all the thought that goes into both the cover letter and the resume. And I'd also say just a personal note for me, I'd always recommend saying something different in your cover letter than you've put in your resume. If you're just repeating to us what you already have in that list, that says to me that maybe either you don't have enough experience to be able to sell yourself for this, or you're not able to think creatively about what your skills might be coming in here. Have everything you want on that resume in terms of your job experience and what your skill set is. But in that cover letter, let us know why you belong here, not just with what you did in your last job, but how do you fit? What can you bring to the table that may not be from an actual job? What have you done in your volunteer experience? What do you do in your personal life? What are your hobbies? All of those things are really important for this, not only department, I think this agency. I mean, we really are 
a close-knit community. And we need to know that you're going to fit that just as much as you're going to be good at the job. Right. Uh, so, Michael, if somebody, you know, they've been convinced by listening to this podcast and they want to learn more or see maybe some other roles that are available at the agency, where do they go? Well, they go to www.situationinteractive.com. Uh, under under careers, you can see all the, the roles we have listed there. And um, uh, the there you can apply there. You might see it floating around in the world on um, LinkedIn, Indeed, or Glassdoor or somewhere else. But uh, that's probably the best way to do it. Just apply directly there. And like uh, we just emphasized, let us know as much, you know, a lot about you. You don't have to write a book. <laughs> a few a few brief paragraphs is fine. Um, but that's probably the best the best way to go about it. Fantastic. Well, Megan and Michael, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast today. And before we wrap up, Megan, I'm going to put you on the hot seat. What's one thing you like about working at Situation? I feel like everyone probably says the community that we've built here. A lot I've, do, yeah. I've but met okay. a lot of really great people, and I love the people that I'm working with. But I also have experienced an office culture here, not just about the people, but our team of office management and HR and everyone that's kind of running the day-to-day is doing a lot for the people in this organization that I've never really seen. I mean, just to throw it out there, we have a really cool coffee machine. It's kind of like the Jetsons. You can make yourself lattes. I mean, that's a new thing, and it's (laughs) our operations supervisor, Eileen, is always surprising us with new stuff, and I love all of it. It's amazing. That's true. I think the coffee maker is sentient. Listening to this podcast. Well, thank you guys so much and I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks, Peter. 